So what? We watch anime. So what? We play League. We're just having fun. We don't care who sees. So what? We stay in. It don't bother me. Living young, pale and nerdy. Hello and welcome to the Reaton Entertainment Podcast, episode 245 for Mother's Day. Is it May? It's May 10th, 2020. My name is Nathan Reaton Spruth, and joining me this week, we have Andrew Roe McFain. <laughs> and we have Earl Third Gray Third Third. Beep, bop, boop, bop, beep, bop. I'm yes. a robot. Yes. Oh, Saint... no, not again. <laughs> Saint Aspartame. Um, let's uh let's ask Aroa really quick. Where where can we find you? Aroa.entertainment? Aroa.website. Aroa.website. I always think it's Aroa.entertainment. Uh, because because that's I it's it's a good name. Aroa Entertainment. No. Aroa.website and all of your links are there. Yep. Uh and then let's uh it's let's just, ask It's just like that Linktree service except you don't need an Instagram for it. Oh, I see. I see. And what games have you played this week? So, um, I replayed through Little Inferno uh, yesterday because I didn't do anything at work. Okay. I, I've heard You're... things about Little Inferno, but I don't know if it's good. <laughs> oh, you never played it? Never played it. It's been in like 10 different Humble Bundles. I figured you uh, would have gotten it by now. Uh, but, I do uh, not think I actually... I think that's one of the ones I do not own. Wow. Yeah. It's like that and World of Goo were like the, the two Humble Bundle mainstays for a decade. Um, but yeah, uh, Little Inferno is a, is a great little casual game that has a storyline, sort of, uh, but only if you go out of your way to experience it oh and okay it's also just got a lot of little little subtle knocks against like capitalism and the and the in industrial work machine that is modern society as everything that uh those developers do i mean that's our uh, entire like, podcast right it's not the knock against capitalism that's true what yeah is it, like tomorrow corporate Tomorrow Corporation, I think, is the the name of the the developers. They've oh, uh, they've decided to make nothing but uh, programming puzzle games. Apparently, since uh, since then, that's um, uh, that is definitely a way to go. I guess uh, stick with what you know, right? So, uh, have you played anything else? You played that while you were at quote work. Uh, I also played while I was at quote work uh, BeamNG Drive, which everybody has seen that, um, whether you know it or not. It's the, oh. the game, the game with uh, with with cool crashes where cars get really badly fucked up. Oh right, right. Where like they they have super realistic car damage. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. I. I mean, is it much of a game? Uh, I know I saw Actually, it a long time it, ago. So everyone knows it for the crashing, but it's it's honestly probably the most accurate vehicle simulation I've ever seen. Ah, like down to your your engine temperature and like the individual pieces of your exhaust are all simulated. Like, there's a lot that goes on in that game even though most people just play it for for smash car funny yeah yeah or you know good good looking car now not good looking so <laughs> shoot truck with cannon and go fly okay so you played those two games animal crossing i assume oh of course um and lots of mini golf and tower unite i heard which, i heard uh, i heard uh uh animal crossing went down like the the online service went down for a little while. I uh, wouldn't. I wouldn't know. Um, oh, okay. You however, don't have friends. I got gotcha. you. Well, no. I just I don't really play online in that game all that much. Though that said, like, wow, what, what a fucking what a great deal that it goes down now that they have a paid service. Yes. Like, 
they're just they they haven't done anything with the fact that it's a paid service. It's still just as bad as as it always was. The, on, the I, only thing they have that they've added were those like NES and SNES games that you could play. That yeah. I mean, you could play in a thousand different other ways uh, by by either getting like an NES Mini, an SNES Mini, or buying other clone consoles and playing them that way, or you know, just getting the ROMs and playing them on your computer. Not There's... to mention, they just shouldn't be charging money for games that are 30 years old anyway, whenever they're not really adding anything to yeah. it. Besides, I like, I'll admit the online play is kind of cool, but is this really something that is worth paying $3 a month for? No. Not really? No. So, uh, we're going to move on. We're going to move on to Earl. Earl, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me in the great state of Maryland, currently under lockdown. And, uh, you know, bring the him, endless bring him Little Caesars pizza. We had Little Caesars the other night for the first time in months. Oh, right. Yeah. Do, do you still have your uh, your shirt from there? I do still have that shirt. Yeah, good, good. It's a that's a classic. I'm going to frame and, that shirt someday. And uh, my my actual question was, where can we find you online? Oh, yes, yes. Uh, I am at E-A-R-L-G-R-A-Y-T-H-I-R-D. That's Earl Gray third on twitter i am on uh twitch at uh saint aspartame i I forget if it's saint or doctor i need to just make them all one thing i think it's saint aspartame on there okay because i don't remember ever hearing dr aspartame (laughs) well i don't well that's what my uh, psn is and i think xbox is but uh when whatever one of the original services was dr aspartame was taken and that's what I really wanted. So I just thought, well, you know, I'm going to declare myself a saint uh, of non-real sugar. Uh, so either Dr. Aspartame or Saint Aspartame on Twitch. And whichever one I'm not, make friends with that person. They probably play fun games, too. There's a guy out there who has a doctorate and his last name is Aspartame. And he's pissed off that somebody keeps taking his name. <laughs> all these obscure services like oh man i really wanted to join the criterion channel but now i can't because whoever this is again <laughs> yes like i i always know if uh if i've signed up for a service before if i put rating in there and it's taken i'm like wait right. a minute yeah um, um unless it's that one guy from your high school who originated the phrase yes but he he doesn't he doesn't do that he he goes by I don't even know what he goes by anymore. He he just like on I, we follow each other on Twitter, uh, okay. and his name's just Brandon. So right. yeah. I don't know what his, his fucking like loser. hat is anymore. What so, would be funny is if Brandon wasn't an an actual name. It's his interpretation of another word, a la Reton. Yes, exactly. Um, and what games branching. have you? And what games uh, have you played? So I've been uh, I've been revisiting uh, what's it called? Dead Cells, because I beat Downwell. Did I say that on the podcast last time I was on? No, because you were on, you you showed up after the podcast was already <laughs> recorded last, last week. Last week I set my alarm for, uh, uh, yeah, a full hour too late. So Downwell, which is one of my favorite games of the past 10 years, I finally beat, uh, beat that on the second hard loop, which okay. is as much as you can do in the game, and I platinumed that game. So I'm actually rather happy with that. Uh, so I finished that, and then I decided to revisit Dead Cells, which is another great game. It's a, uh, roguelike Metroidvania. And, okay. Uh, if, if anybody hasn't played that, I really recommend that. It's a lot of fun. I'd say it's roguelite, because there are different abilities you can unlock over time. <laughs> and then, okay. aside from that, I've been, uh, digging into the Neo Geo library, uh, more, as I'm working my way through all of those games chronologically. Keep going. Uh, so I played like, through. Uh, I have I to run a for a of, second. Baseball. It was that was a really smooth transition. We all just pulled off. Yeah, uh, definitely. We did great. Uh, so I've been playing through Baseball Stars, uh, professional as well as Baseball Stars, or I'm sorry, Super Baseball 2020, and then Baseball Stars 2. So they're all fun arcade baseball games, which is a combination you don't usually see, but I would recommend. Uh, to a degree, base, uh, Super Baseball 2020 to anybody, but fully Baseball Stars 2 to anybody. 
because it is just beautiful. It's fast paced. The sprite work is great. It's incredibly vibrant. It really shows off what the Neo Geo was capable of in 1992. And it's just a fantastic game all around. So play baseball, baseball stars too. I'm sure it's available for everything. I'm it's sure probably it is better well. than MLB the show. Probably. And it's a uh, used copy is certainly worth more. Yes. Yes, it probably is. Is it a Neo Geo game? I'm sorry, I had to run for a second. It is. It is a Neo Geo game, yep. Yeah, and Neo Geo games are um, pretty expensive, but right now I believe you can get like an EverDrive for your yes. for your Neo yes. Geo, and it's it's like $400. Yeah, I'm, re- I'm really considering buying one, though. I'm, yeah. I'm, like, I'm teetering on the edge of buying one because... The way I de- the way I decide to buy flash carts or not is I add up my want list of games, and if the flash cart is less than ten percent of what the cost of the want list is, then I just buy a flash cart. That's what I did for the Famicom and the uh, Super Nintendo. So the thing about the Neo Geo flash cart is, uh, it would pay for itself in one game. Yes, yeah. that's that's <laughs> the thing. Is like, yeah, it's it's like four hundred dollars or. 300 something dollars yeah but one of my one of my dream games is about 350 (laughs) yeah yeah like all of the the neo geo games if you get them on the cart version it's just super expensive the cd games are quite a bit cheaper but then they have load times amazingly bad load times yeah like think think the playstation only way way worse make a tuna tuna salad on toast between matches of samurai showdown that's enough time. I think isn't there sometimes loading times in between rounds of Samurai Showdown? Mm-hmm. Not even not even in between matches, in between no. just rounds. It's usually about 20 25 seconds between rounds. <laughs> it's got a 1x CD drive. That's yes. it. Oh. And yeah. and the RAM, the RAM cache, cache however you say it, is uh remarkably small. I mean, it's from 1994. So is there Whatever they mo- can afford with that. Is there a mod to change out the CD drive? If there's not yet, yeah, I'm sure there will be soon. Those are coming be... dime a dozen now. Yeah. I mean, there's one for the FM Towns Marty for Pete Six. Yes. Yes, there is. It's actually, called the, called the Doc Brown, which is pretty great. Actually, didn't you mention that? Uh, you did. Yeah, yeah, you mentioned that before. Anyway. Yeah. So, uh, I'm Nathan Reed-Spruth. I'm cutting off Earl. I'm sorry. Uh oh. You can find me everywhere as Reeton. So Reeton on Twitter, Reeton on Mixer, Reeton on YouTube, or you can go to Reeton Entertainment on YouTube, ReetonEntertainment.com. It's my podcast or is my uh, website. And then the podcast you can listen to everywhere at Reeton Podcast on iTunes, Google, uh, and pretty much everywhere else. But those are the two big ones, iTunes and, and Google. So uh, games I played this week, I played some Overwatch. So that's you know yeah. not interesting. I just got my... Got my boxes in Overwatch. I, I like Overwatch quite a bit. Um, I know you do. That's why I made fun of you. Just you're, you're a jerk. You're, you're a jerk. You play WoW. So I do. you have no room to talk. I uh, don't. I played Final Fantasy uh, 14, so I have no room to talk either. Um, <laughs> and I'm the cool one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Earl's the cool one. Fantasy that's, that's... Star Online all the way. You know, I want to play Fantasy Star Online 2, but it's not out on PC yet. So, hey, yeah. I'm I'm waiting for it to be released. Uh it says if you look, I'm sorry, I'm interrupting myself, but if you look online <laughs> for Fantasy Star Online 2, it's like, "Oh, the release date has finally been announced." And I'm like, "Sweet." And it's like late May. I'm like that is not a date. That <laughs> is a time frame. That is sometime in the next couple weeks, it'll probably be released. Maybe. Maybe. If it doesn't get delayed because, I don't know, resurgence of corona. Yeah. Well, there was there was a job I was looking for today because, you know, I'm unemployed. And I was just looking through the Indeed jobs. And the salary range for one job was $15 to $15.01 an hour. <laughs> And I was like, come on. You can't be like fifteen fifty, like just fifteen oh one, that's it. Uh anyway, I played Final Fantasy fourteen. Uh I got my miner is up to level fifty, which is 
the maximum I'm, I'm done with all the quests that I can do for that class until I actually get further on in the main storyline. So I've got to actually minor? do that. Minor. Like mining. Like, like mining, like like using like a pickaxe. That, that, that's a class? Yeah. Yeah, it's a class in that game. Like you level it up like an actual class. Oh, it's just like a profession though, right? Like it's not. No, it's you a, don't it's have a class. like. It. What do you mean? Like, like you have minor spells. Uh, kinda. You have um, like you have like different abilities that you can use as minor while mining. Um, so you can use like King's Bounty, which gives you uh. Two, it increases the amount of items you get by two every time you okay, mine. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is just a profession thing. So yeah, I was thinking that you were saying that like there is a class called yeah. the miner. Yeah, there is. That like you go into combat with a pickaxe. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the thing: you can. You yeah, you, but like you wouldn't, right? You wouldn't. You wouldn't do that. No, but like there is that possibility. Like I've accidentally clicked on creatures and started hitting them uh which was a mistake because the one that i hit was like a notorious monster that was like 20 levels higher than me at the time and he was standing right next to my mining point so i right clicked on what i thought was the mining point and he like pulled out his pickaxe and started hitting the creature i'm like oh this isn't gonna go well <laughs> um but yet like here's the thing the the main storyline right you would assume because you have to get into fights a lot that you could only accept the quests as a a class that could do damage or like as a healing class you know, like a normal class like white mage or black mage or something but uh my my class my summoner class is actually a little bit lower than the main story quest that I'm doing so in order to accept the quests i have to switch to minor which is higher level and then accept the quest and then switch back to summoner because I know I can't do that quest as a miner. It's really weird the way that it works. But anyway, um, I've been leveling up miner and blacksmith and, and carpentry and stuff like that in Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, it would be it be cool if uh, Aroa joined, played Final Fantasy XIV with me. Be be cool. Look, I would love to play Final Fantasy XIV, but the people who I play WoW with on the weekends don't want to switch yeah yeah i understand that but final fantasy 14 is better anyway it really seems better in every way but you know mm -hmm. oh sorry about that little silence there i was sneezing um oh <laughs> no this I, is a great podcast we're doing great this week <laughs> we are i had i had to leave because my roommate just kept pressing the fucking doorbell for some reason <laughs> apparently Oh, Your he said I, Labrador. He said so. He said I locked the 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 because we have we have like a security uh like screen door and we have a keypad for uh entry in our main door and he said that I locked the security door and I was like no that was you when you left for work I haven't left the house today so that would have to have been you anywho uh, I played. Fallout 76 a little bit more and <sighs> if Fallout 76 released in the state that it is right now like if they if a year ago they had released it with NPCs and stuff I think that people would actually have liked Fallout 76 it would have gotten maybe a 76 out of 100 instead <laughs> of a 46 yeah, like I think I think it would have been like a you know it's, it's seven or an eight game like in between there, but it's it's really kind of a shame that it released in such a terrible state, and then released an update to make it actually pretty decent. The only game I can think of that did that and actually succeeded was Final Fantasy fourteen, because it released in a really terrible state and now. It's one of the best MMOs on the market, and people are actually playing it. Um, but I think Fallout 76 is a lot better than it was before. I still don't think it's a great game. Obviously, it's not as good as like Fallout New Vegas. Um, I thought you were going to say Fallout 4 so that I could be like, well, that's a pretty low bar, and that's pretty sad. No, it's because it, it's, like 
I think it's on par with like Fallout 4. Um, because Fallout 4 is not that good, <laughs> honestly. Um, yeah. But Fallout 3 and Fallout New Vegas, I would say, are still better. And then obviously 1 and 2 are leaps and bounds better than anything like that. I played some Left 4 Dead 2 as well on Friday. That was pretty fun. Um, I haven't played that in like seven years, so that was that was pretty fun. Um, it's really difficult to play that game with two humans and two AI. Like it's just even on normal, it if you're doing the objectives, you don't have four people doing the objectives. You have two people doing the objectives and then two people who are kind of dicking around because they're AI. So it would be nice to get Left 4 Dead uh, 2 and play with actual, you know, like four actual people. But maybe maybe in the future I'll convince Oroa to play that game with me. Wait, to play what game? I wasn't paying attention. Left 4 <laughs> Dead 2. Why were you playing that? Because it's fun. It's a fun oh. game. I yeah. used to have I used to have a private server for that. Did you? I'm I'm proud yep. of you. I so, played with randoms on there and they were like, "Why is my avatar being forced to be an anime girl?" That that sounds like something you would do. Um yeah, other than that I other than that I haven't really played any games this week, so we're going to move on to Oh wait, no, no, no. No, no, I have to I have to talk and I talked to a row about this and I tweeted it to Earl I went to the dollar store the other day. Now that doesn't seem super exciting. Uh, that was the whole tweet. That was the whole tweet. Um, and I found anyway, an HD... our stories this week. <laughs> I found an HD DVD there. Yeah, that was I, something else. I don't know why. Like, I know the dollar store That's sells. Where it belongs. <laughs> I know the dollar store sells DVDs. Like that's. What they they actually sell DVDs and Blu-rays, but it's usually like those shitty terrible like public domain public domain or the terrible like Disney ripoffs. Like yeah. the the Lion King and Ratatouing. Yeah. <laughs> but Rat some, but for some reason they had a random like I was like, oh that's a that's a weird case. It's like a weird red color and then it's like H D DVD and I was like Oh my god. So it's actually really hard to find HD DVD players on like well, eBay. They only made like 10 of them. That's true. <laughs> but it's really hard to find those because when you put in HD DVD player, it just looks for like normal DVD players right. on eBay. They have like they have like component or something like that or an HDMI. Yeah, version. something something like that. And yeah, so Yeah, that's what I was talking about. <laughs> so one day I will uh I will get an HD DVD player. Just but... get the Xbox one. Uh I think that's probably more expensive. Yeah, we I mean Yes. Prices have gone insane since the lockdown, but like in March, I think we were selling them at the store for like 40 bucks. That's boxed. not bad. Maybe maybe I'll uh when the store it, how's the store doing by the way before She's we closed. move on? <laughs> Mall's closed. <laughs> well, closed. I, under I understand that. <laughs> Mall's been closed since March. <laughs> well, I understand that, but I know you were doing online stuff for a while. Yeah, they're still doing online stuff. Uh, okay. Look us up at Regen on Google. Google Regen. Or, on uh, Google. Re Regen. <laughs> um, re <laughs> this Regen. This is a good Regen. one. Regen. Um, so you're still doing online orders? Uh, yeah. Is it just one person that's doing all of that? Or are there that's a few of us. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not me, because I don't live near the mall. Oh, so okay. I'm not doing anything regarding that. All the other people are doing way more work than I am. Uh, you're just you're just a financial backer. That's all you I'm are. Just, well, I'm just still there floating in the ether. Oh, okay. So, and, moral support. Yeah, well, moral I'm... support. And uh, we are doing in-person deliveries occasionally now as well. Good, good. Is With it the contactless delivery? Oh, uh, so... Well, I mean, well we've like... We've doorbell ditched a few times, I believe. Okay. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, my friend does DoorDash, and, okay. um, like, so a lot of times the instructions right now are like, just leave it on the doorstep. It's yes, like, I love it. I love it so much. 
It's weird, but yeah, talking like, talking to people sucks. So I, it's great that like like Instacart used to have a policy where they weren't allowed to leave unless you came to the door. And yeah. ever since the the fucking quarantine started, they've got a little toggle where you can say just leave it if I don't come, and it's great because they can just put all my groceries on the porch and go away, and I don't have to talk to them. Uh, I know that they're. I think I think Death Domino's Stranding is, doing... is a biography from the future. <laughs> I think that uh, Domino's is doing contactless de- delivery too. Oh, practically everyone is now. Yeah, Our liquor stores are going in here. But when it for, when the contact contactless delivery first started, they still needed you to sign the credit card thing or debit card thing. So they would put the receipt and the pen down. They would then walk away. For like, like 20 feet, you would pick it up, you would sign it, and then set it down, and then they would have to come pick it up. It's like buying drugs with a corner guy. Yeah. Like, give him your money, then take a block up, and then turn to the left, and then that happens. <laughs> or, um... oh, yeah, actually, I bought drugs uh, on Friday. And okay. it was very similar to that sort of thing in, in how backwards it was. I was gonna say it was uh, legally bottom yeah. legally. Yes. Yeah, because you're in you're in Illinois, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I uh I, I went to the dispensary because you can order it online, but you have to pick it up. So I went to the dispensary to pick it up and the dude was like, Are you uh medical or recreational? I was like recreational. Like, oh you gotta go over to you gotta go over to a gateway fun park. But what? Yeah, you got to start over there. Which itself what? sounds like drug slang. <laughs> yeah. So Gateway Fun Park is an old arcade that closed down a couple of years ago. Um, so I went over to that parking lot and lo and behold, they had people parking over there so they could get on a shuttle to ride back to the dispensary. So you're buying uh, drugs in an episode of Scooby-Doo, more or less. <laughs> it made absolutely no sense. Who is really know... behind the counter? <laughs> but I, uh, yeah, once once I got there, it, everything was fine. Except, so when I paid for it, um, it was a regular, like, debit card. You put the thing in the slot kind of transaction. But then it showed up on my bank statement as an ATM withdrawal. And huh. there was a $3 fee with it which they then gave back to me oh which leads me to believe that they're doing some janky shit where they are using atm transactions to prevent them from having to pay like transaction fees now no so here's here's the real reason probably uh they've ran into this in oregon as well because it's not federally legal oh they can't actually um like work with the banks and get credit card scanners. So, oh, okay. Yeah, so they have to do like every dispensary I've been into, I don't smoke weed, but I have friends who get, you know, weed obviously it's been legal here for like 7 years now or something like that. So, um every single dispensary I've been in has an ATM right there that you're supposed to withdraw money okay. from and then um, go up there because they legally can't use the the card, which creates a, a problem because they have so much cash on hand right. that that they can get that they for a while they were getting robbed quite a bit. So, so they they are using an ATM type thing. Then like they're doing some some weird yeah weird thing because it, it was a regular card reader. Like I, I put the card in and and type my pin in and all that, but yeah, it was an I ATM wonder, transaction. I wonder if that was a regular card reader hooked into an ATM. Yeah, it had <laughs> to be something. You know what I mean? Janky ass I, hell yeah, like because, that. Because you know, in uh, like some casinos, like the sleazier ones, you can withdraw dollar bills. You know, I mean, it's only up to whoever programs whatever the denomination is. So I wonder if what you were putting your card in was just like an airsots atm pin pad you know what i mean yeah it's and then it's communicating to the atm and then it's dispensing that amount to the exact dollar was it were there any sense was it uh was it flat or was it like a buck 50 it was uh she actually 
Oh my god. So she said that uh the the final cost was like 96 something. And she was like, so I'm just gonna charge it for a hundred and I'll, uh-huh. I'll give you the difference back. Yeah, see, there that, you go. M- that makes perfect sense. Yeah, to me. that's incredible. All yeah. right, gang, we, we solved the Scooby-Doo mystery. <laughs> uh and this is this is the Reaton Entertainment uh podcast. Reasons why we should have federally legalized marijuana. It was um, old man ATM the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we're going to move on to some stories. Um, probably less interesting than uh, Aroa buying weed, but that, this is what yeah, we, we got to do. We peaked early this week. Yeah, we did. Uh, so Google is bringing live caption feature to Chrome for desktop, which I think is pretty awesome. Uh, I assume... Both of you understand what live caption, uh, the live caption feature is. You're talking about the thing on YouTube where sometimes it it reads people's talking as funny words. Yes, but they're doing it for everything. Like you can just enable oh boy, it. funny words wherever. Yeah, um, and and one of the one of the things that I lean towards thinking is is pretty cool is live streams like Mixer, Twitch. Uh, Facebook gaming, I guess, is a thing now. YouTube gaming. Um, although, does YouTube gaming already have a live captions feature? Maybe. Maybe. I would. I I have no idea. So I was wondering I if hear, one of so. you. Knew. Yes, yes, I can as well. But yeah, so basically, you can just enable it, and then no matter what website you go to, if there's audio coming through and speech coming through, it'll actually create live captions for you. On so, whatever video. No, what I want to know, can it translate in real time too? I have amazing. no idea. I know that like Skype, Skype can, right? Like Skype. Uh, yes. Skype has a live translation feature. I wonder because Google Translate does. Yeah, mm-hmm. Google Translate does. Uh, I actually used that quite a bit when I was in Japan, um, because I don't when I was working at the airport. Yeah, because I don't speak Japanese, and uh, it it's really, really helpful when I can communicate with people and be like, hi, where am I? Tonkatsu, please. Yes. I don't know what you just said, but yes. Pork so, cutlet, please. Oh, okay. So I have no idea. It says here, uh, and this is from TechSpot, um, it says not all media has support for captions out of the box. Uh, Google appears to be bringing its incredibly useful uh, live caption feature over to desktop platforms through Chrome. Um, you have to do some weird flag thing to enable it right now, but I have not enabled it yet. It doesn't mention anything about translating, though. That's unfortunate. Yeah, I wonder if that would be in the future. Like right now, they want the live captions just working, and then they'll add the translate feature later. Well, also yeah. it makes to it gives them two headlines instead of one. You know? That's true, but I I could see like, hey, let's make this as good as possible, and then work on the translate feature later. But honestly, the phone translation, while it's not perfect, it works a lot better than uh, not having it. No, so, yeah, I was I had I had good success with it. Yeah, me too. Like there, there were a couple little old ladies who really loved, like they just freaked out over the the live translation feature. So, hopefully that comes to Google Chrome at some point because that would be really cool. Um, say you hop into a stream of a of a gamer who's speaking a different language, or you decide to watch a a YouTube video without captions. That's I've ran into this problem where like there's a solution for a problem I'm having at work and the only video I can find to fix it is some guy speaking German. Right. So I I think that that would be really cool too. So uh, if there's an update on this, we will give that to you. I'll probably enable this, uh, the live caption feature this week and see how it works because it seems like a really neat thing to put on there. Uh, Halo 2. Who likes Halo 2? Anybody? Halo 2 is a pretty pretty good game. It Bought is. my copy from Blockbuster. Did you? Did you really? Yeah. 
Yeah, because like uh, two months after it came out, they had millions of copies, and they're like ten bucks a piece. That and is awesome. Everyone from CAG went over to uh to Blockbuster, bought them up. What's CAG? Remember the old website, Cheap Ass Gamer? Oh yes. Oh, yes, does that yes, no yes. longer exist? I mean, I haven't used it in years, but maybe. I'm sure it. I'm sure it does. I used to be so, a devout follower. So. We had uh, Halo Reach and Halo 1 have both released on PC. And then in two days, Halo 2 anniversary, anniversary will release on PC as well. So that's a bit quicker than it came, than between Reach and Halo 1, right? Like it was quite a few months between Reach and 1. And then 1 and 2 have released pretty close together. Was it two or three months between Halo Reach uh... and or Halo 1 and uh, Halo 2? And it was definitely within the last few months. So. Yeah. I can't remember the date. We talked about it on a podcast. Go and listen to all the podcasts. To all tell us them. when we talked about All 240. Yes, 244, I think we're on right now. 245. 245. So, I like Halo 2. I played this. I, I, I mentioned this on the podcast as well. I actually got an old original xbox up and working with uh its online component working as well uh through a little bit of trickery you can still play the original xbox online and uh, uh i'm x x link kai or whatever yeah x link kai and i'm a uh, really really bad at halo 2 with the controller now and the other people who have been playing for years i assume are really really good at it well they never it, stopped the question is are you using the duke no i have the see, there's your problem there's your problem see exact thank you i i duke actually don't i actually don't have a duke controller listen here pilgrim you gotta get yourself a duke i have i have a duke for my pc because Without i bought a duke the... you're dookie that's the tagline I have, I, I have two original dukes and the uh the pc re-release that has worse buttons I have a it couple has worse buttons. Throw... Sorry, go on. No, I, just, I keep my dukes in the back of my car during winter, so when snow happens, it doesn't fishtail. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> See, I just have six original Xboxes I put back there. <laughs> it doubles, doubles as a heater, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I turn them on. Uh, I have them plugged into an inverter in my car. Um, I, mean... I, have a little, I have a little gas generator back there. Um, note, I, bought, I bought six batteries this year. <laughs> Actually, I almost had to buy a new battery at some point, but that's a different story. Do you um, still drive a hybrid? I do. I do. God, but would just get drained immediately. Well, I mean, it has a normal car battery in it to start what? it. Yeah. Oh, right. Well, hence yeah. Hybrid. Not to be a smart aleck, but... Yeah. It has a normal guess... car battery at, to start yeah, it up, and then it. it has the, the Prius battery to actually drive and then it has a gas motor as well i will say i've, I've replaced the auxiliary battery and if you need to do that it's very easy to do it on your own so don't yeah. pay the money no of course not like um when i went to japan actually it it got really cold outside while i was gone i didn't drive it for a couple weeks so the battery mm -hmm. died so i just charged i charged it up and i haven't had a problem since so oh that's good yeah um, anywho, uh, so on the 12th, Halo 2 anniversary, anniversary will be released on the PC. I will probably play it because Halo 2 and Halo 3, I think, are the best Halo games. It's really hard for me to decide between the two because I, I like both of them, but I would lean more towards Halo 2 just because I spent more time playing that. I had more LAN parties playing that. It's so the last one I played. Really? I haven't. Yeah. Cause wow. I, I got, well, I got a 360 pretty late. I got a well, I got a, I got a 360 in 2008. So three years after, three years in. I don't. Was there Halo Three for that yet? At that point. Uh probably. If I it, think if it did come out, I was I was pretty poor. I mean, I was a college student, so I had like three games for the first six months. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's how my entire life worked until I became an adult. Like my a lot of Geometry Wars. Yeah, my birthday is relatively close to Christmas, and my family is relatively poor. So it's always like, all right, you get a couple video games for your birthday slash Christmas, 
and then you have to wait 11 months before you get anything else. Yeah, that's pretty much my uh, growing up experience as well. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, like, we I live in a really small town, so the only place that sold video games were, like, really, really bad video games that nobody wanted. I don't right. know why they would they would be like, oh, you want to play this game? And I'm like, no, I don't want to play the Batman game for the GameCube. And they're like, no. But it's the rise of Sinzu. Yes, exactly. Comes um, with a free action figure. Anyway, if, if you're interested in playing Halo 2 uh, on the PC, you can get Xbox Game Pass. And I don't have a referral for that. I just think that Xbox Game Pass is actually a good service. Kind of unlike the uh, the Nintendo Game Pass thing that they have. Because there's actually new games included into the Xbox Game Pass. Not, you know, 30-year-old games that you still have to pay for. Um, and our last story this week is Twitter. Twitter is not adding an edit button. And that's the entire that's story. I think that's <laughs> I, good. I don't think it should. I think it should have an edit button. Uh, no. But, well, get it. But, but I that's think... That's super dangerous. No, 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 no. Here, let me let me explain. I think it should have a timed edit button where no. you have a couple minutes in case you make a typo because I have that problem that I'll make a typo and then people will start liking my tweet and I'll look back and be like, no! Yeah, uh, I so, that problem too. But, so yeah. that would be... that. See, you think that's all right, but then what happens if you post something really inflammatory and people start liking it or replying to it or whatever and then you edit it within that time frame it just and... becomes 4chan yep yeah yeah i under i understand that that concept uh what they are also adding the something president. else <laughs> that is true the president should not be able to edit any he shouldn't be able to tweet to be fair well it was um, it was deemed that what he was doing when he was deleting them was illegal yes which, <laughs> of course that yeah. doesn't stop him but you know um <sighs> We're, I'm gonna I'm gonna go on a tangent and complain really quick, uh, and then we'll we'll switch back to Twitter. But somebody told me that the this whole thing is a conspiracy theory that it's all hype and the the coronavirus doesn't really mean anything and blah blah blah. I'm like, and, and it's caused like, by the five G. And well, I was like, okay, so let's let's assume that you're correct that it's just a giant conspiracy theory or a conspiracy, and that we have. The governments are all working together to like lock down our, our society and have government control and stuff. So either so so if Trump knew about it, right? If Trump knew about it and he was in on it, then we should vote him out because obviously he had a problem like that he was he was doing this hoax. And if he didn't know about it, if all the governments got together and were able to like have this giant conspiracy and then he didn't know about it, then he's incompetent. <laughs> like the, the way that you are looking at it is flawed because either way it makes Trump look bad. But anyway, fuck Donald Trump. He's stupid. Vote him out in, in 2020. Uh, I, I, I saw I, you, I saw your voting thing. I saw your little, uh, I'll probably, I'll probably like, I, obviously my, my primary, I voted for Bernie Sanders. Um, like I don't, part of me doesn't want to vote for Joe Biden and I don't have to. Um, yeah. cause I'm in Oregon and Oregon has voted for, uh, the Democrat for the last 30 years. So Same. like, yeah, he's in Oregon, Baltimore, Oregon. Yep. Um, <laughs> we're, we're, so, I'm on here via tin can from across the street. Yes, but uh, actually, that's what you sounded like earlier. I just want to say. <laughs> All right then. <laughs> um, but I'll I, like I'll probably vote for Green or or Joe Biden, even though I hate Joe Biden. Um, is Trump is just so bad. Like so, so terrible, but I hate that. It's really that. sad. That I hate that our voting current mentality. President is that much worse. It is like, like Biden that, that is really bad. We're, 
<laughs> that were like, uh, I guess I'll vote for the guy that said, I, I, my legs, the hair turns blonde in the sun. I love having kids on my lap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's, that's the sad thing is he's, he's the better choice, but the best choice, <laughs> the best choice is Bernie Sanders, obviously. Like, he's, he is the best. Um, and that's why I voted for him in the primary, because you can still vote for, uh, for Bernie Sanders in the primary, even New York. But switching back to Twitter. Twitter is 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 offering a rethink button. Oh my word! And the rethink, but well, here's the thing: you say something that's inflammatory, like let's say Aroa gets really drunk and decides to say the N word on Twitter, and wouldn't uh, be the first time. <laughs> and you press the you press the send button, and then Twitter will pop up and be like, "Do you really want to say that? Are you sure?" <laughs> Like yeah, you yeah, might sound a little bit racist. Stop. That's what'll stop the people from saying things like that, right? And I assume there are people like uh, Ben Shapiro and Candace Owens who they're all they're gonna have that rethink button every time they try to tweet, <laughs> um, uh, because so like I would put it like I would put it especially on their account and be like, do you really want to do this? And they're like, yes. And like, really. Are you sure? Back, bring back Clippy. <laughs> we looks like we you're noticed. saying something. Re- looks like you're saying something really stupid, and you look like a Keebler elf, Ben. What have you? Um, but uh, people like, say before. But I'm going to interrupt you, and then I'll let you go on. Yeah, hey, uh, go ahead. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that uh, there are some people out there that have told me that uh, black people can't be racist, and. Uh, my example is Candace Owens because, because she is super racist against black people. Anyway, go on. Uh, so in uh, UI design, actually, mm-hmm. uh, there is a concept in that the more barriers you have between someone doing something and getting what they want, uh, the more likely it is that they're just going to give up halfway there. So uh there's actually research to show that removing even one layer of interaction between you doing something and getting your result uh can increase engagement by a noticeable amount and so the opposite would be true that if you add this extra button to say are you sure you want to do that you will actually get a lot of people who will go fuck it and will just quit out of the app or whatever yeah, yep. I could I could definitely see that. And um, now we've explained voter suppression. <laughs> yeah, actually yeah. that is actually <laughs> uh, because because you add that extra layer of difficulty whether it is um like having you have to present a form of ID and certain forms of ID will work, but other forms of ID won't work. Like uh like college IDs won't work for for voter ID, but your driver's license will. However, in big cities like Baltimore, um, a lot of people don't have licenses and they don't have like a a, a valid like uh, identification ID card. card. Yeah, because it's not needed. Because you don't need it. Like you don't need it to go on public transport. You don't need it to get a job because you have your social security card. Like there are, they add that extra layer, and it's been proven that it's to target minorities. So, uh, not that this Twitter thing's going to target minorities. They're not going to ask you, like, can you please present your ID and show us that, that you are this real person? Okay, we are going to let you tweet now. You mean like Facebook? Do they do that? Facebook, uh, in some cases, will ask you to send them a picture of your ID. Ah, that... And they will, they will lock your account until you send them a copy of your ID. So I had something Not similar. Not troubling at all. I had something. Does anybody here remember MySpace? Yes. So I had a MySpace way back when, like everyone else did. And I must have forgot the password or something. And um, they, in order to recover my password, 
I had to send their customer service team a picture of myself with a uh, piece of paper that showed my my MySpace ID on it. (laughs) And that and that and I was just like, I'm done with MySpace. (laughs) Like, I don't I don't really care (laughs) that much. So, uh, yeah, actually, that's that's fairly um, convincing argument because I I ended up years later. They must have changed that policy when everyone left MySpace and I was able to recover my account and I only recovered my account so I could delete MySpace. <laughs> Mine still exists. Does it? It's somewhere I'm out in the ether. I wish mine still existed. I I wanted to go back and find uh, pictures on there, but they have all been wiped away. It is a restricted profile. Oh my word! Let me see if I can try and remember how to do this. Yeah, they they I think when they did one of the wipes or one of the updates to MySpace because they they tried rebranding or one a of few. the like four times that they got bought. Yeah, yeah, they they did some rebranding and just got rid of a lot of inactive profiles and a bunch of pictures and stuff like that. So, well, cuz they they were changing from a standard social network to being a music uh like promotion service, which is kind of trying a to, idea. Yeah, they were trying to beat out SoundCloud because they were kind of like the only site other than SoundCloud that let you upload straight up music and have like a brand page and whatnot. Well, I guess yeah. them and Bandcamp. How are you doing, Earl? How are you doing on that? Uh, well, I'm sort of playing memento with myself and trying to remember what email I would have used back then and what 2005, Isn't it fun? <laughs> 2004, 2005 me would have used as a username. I have had I, uh... the same email address for like 20 years now. Well, I had I... the same one for like the first 10 years of me having the internet and then Gmail came out. Like I'm I'm old enough for that. I used the same username for Gmail as I had for Yahoo. Probably oh, yeah? should have done that. Which is yeah. Uh, but I actually ended up deleting my Yahoo email after that big leak happened. Yeah, so now I I, like, when they were like, We sold it to the NSA, I was like, then you're gone. You're dead to me. Yeah. Mm. Uh so I um I did have one other minor thing because I don't I don't really see the value in getting into it very hard because neither of us are neither of us. That's actually still right for three people. None yeah. of us, whatever, are uh are developers. And so we don't really know how valuable this is gonna be. But yeah. uh did either of you hear about the Nintendo leaks? I heard something about them, but I didn't um I didn't do much I I didn't do much searching or figuring out what what had happened with that. So if you yeah, all I heard to... was that there was leaks. Yeah. So basically, um, the source code for the oh, operating yeah. systems for, and like underlying hardware for almost like almost every device from the N sixty four forward uh, up to and not including the Wii maybe uh, yeah. have been leaked. Um, so the 3DS's operating system source code, uh, the N64 source code, uh, source code for a bunch of games, including uh, Pokemon Red and Blue Ooh. were leaked. Um, so like, then th- there's still stuff coming. Uh, like every once in a while, more will come out. Uh, from what I can gather, someone from like Brazil or something hacked into a public facing server at Nintendo that just had all this archive data on it. And he downloaded all of it and is uploading it periodically. Um, but it, it it's a lot of stuff. And there's like, there's SDKs. Uh, so like the software that is used to develop games for these consoles. Uh, which the N64 SDK was already out there, but like even the 3DS, like that's pretty cool. Um, And like documentation, marketing materials and stuff on like, like internal materials on how to program Amiibo is in there. 
Like, Ooh, that's pretty cool. Th- yeah, there's Finally, a ton of Sonichu amiibo. <laughs> there's a ton of really cool stuff. So um, here's, that... here's the th- may I may I interrupt you for a second though? Um, go ahead. You, you would always do. I I know, but I was gonna say uh, this isn't gonna have much of an effect on developers. I don't think. Well, uh, it may have an effect on um, what the hell is it that you guys, you you people with your hardware emulators, what are those called? A- emulators. Yeah, but oh, the ones that um, are like oh like um, FPGA. Um, yeah, FPGA, FPGA. Yeah. yeah. So it it could have an effect on uh, FPGA development oh, on yeah. like especially the N sixty four because that hasn't really come about yet. It's also um, pushing the limit of what you can currently do on a Mister. So, so, so I'm gonna. <clears throat> the The reason why I say it it won't have much of an effect on it is that, from what I understand, if the developers use that source code, then Nintendo can sue them. Oh, you're absolutely right. If they if they use that that any of the code that has been leaked. That is copyright infringement, and the reason that emulators are legal is because they are reverse engineering that hardware slash software and coming up with their own solutions. It's the same reason that uh, that one OS that's trying to make a binary compatible version of Windows that's open source is not being shut down by Microsoft. As long as you're coming up with the same solution via whatever means, and you're not directly copying uh the code then you're fine react os yeah react os uh is that but um yeah as long as you're doing that then you're good um but that said there's no way to prove if somebody looks at that code and and goes oh that's how they do it and then they come up with their own solution that that's related to that it's like how are you going to prove that you're not um, yeah, yeah. And obviously, if someone comes out with an FPGA and it's like, "Huh, this is the exact same uh, circuit layout," yeah. as, or the exact hmm. same code like used. <laughs> yeah. on it. Um, now, what they there are comments in here that are that are marked 1996. Uh, now, what hmm. they could do now, what they could do is possibly look at that code and then. Like, like, try is, to it, it's write it themselves. To do that, yeah. If they admittedly. did that, thems- if they did that themselves, if they looked at the code and then took inspiration from that, uh, Nintendo could still probably come and sue. It's like, yeah. There's, there's a, there's a lot in that that like it's not. But it's I also going to be publicly acknowledged at least. I also wonder how long those copyrights last. Uh, seventy years. Is it is it seventy years? Uh, I think uh, whatever it was that Disney extended it to. Mickey Mouse is still in in the private sector. So yeah. So uh, if the... Mickey Mouse is still copyrighted, then the N sixty four is. Well, no, not necessarily, because a lot of times, like the reason why they can make, um, like the hardware clones and stuff of NESs. Is because, like they they gave up on their patent for the NES. Patents are say, different from copyright. Patent, not okay. copyright. Yeah. Okay. So I didn't know if there was a copyright yeah. on the source code Copy, or copyright. Correct me if I'm mistaken. Uh, or copyright is based on authorship. Patent is based on design. Yeah. Does yeah. that make sense? So you can patent a tape dispenser, but you could copyright the little piece of paper that you know has a scotch pattern inside the tape dispenser okay yeah so i uh i don't know if this is going to affect the like it it, like the dolphin people the people who are making dolphin which is a really great emulator by the way um they they have come out i believe and said we aren't going to use this code we're not going to get sued but they also have to do that is yeah That's, that's yeah, covering it, themselves. Yeah, yeah. They can't. They they have to at least pretend, even if even if they really aren't going to look at it. They have yeah. to pretend that they aren't going to, because th- it, otherwise, it's not it's not a good look for them or for anybody in in the emulation slash FPGA scene. 
I wonder now, what they'll do is they'll just run their code, then run the SDK and sort of like do a comparison. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I, and I think that, say, oh, this isn't right. I think that's the real potential is just being able to compare like what your software is doing compared to what the official software is doing yeah. and being able to, to more easily reverse engineer through that rather than doing some janky shit with uh, like, I'm assuming if they have like probes that are sitting on actual in 64 hardware, looking at what that stuff is doing. Like, I, I, th I think this is, this is cool with the potential. And even if not like, it's still really cool well, <laughs> to be able to see all that. What's super yeah. cool to me is it it provides another way of discovering how chips work without trying to remove layer by layer by layer. So they could see what like, you know, what's the IO doing? Okay, well if it's doing this, then it probably has this type of transistor in it. You know, or we could narrow it down to that. So it could make way more accurate emulation, which I think is With, pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. And especially without having to delid or like, sorry, go ahead. No, yeah, that's, that's what I meant. Delid, yeah. My I, dream I, is like <laughs> my dream is on. to interrupt everybody every time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, my uh, dream is you know it's like <laughs> <laughs> that's Nathan's yeah. job. Yes. So when you know they made the N sixty four, there were a lot of concessions they made. Mm. It's got that fog. It's got you know the anti aliasing built in, anti aliasing built in. In theory, you know you could possibly build from the ground up with this information a better N64, you know? So 10, 15 years down the road, you could buy an N64 clone that is for all intents and purposes better than the original N64 with better graphics. You know well, what I mean? Well, that's still fully Yeah, that's what they do with the FPGAs, right? Is they... Yeah, and, and like you, even on the Wii, N64 games looked a lot better. Right. And so... I would I would really like it if they came out with like a N64 FPGA cuz they have uh I think Hyperkin's coming out with a an a N64 clone console but it still uses emulation so it's still going to be kind of crappy yeah. and the the N64 emulation even though it's a lot better than it was even 10 years ago it's still not good like I I don't know why but the N64 is such an awkward console that there are still games that just run super janky or you have to do all sorts of tricks to get them working on emulator. Yeah, and, and there's there are some things like the uh the thing where like you can put a copy of the frame buffer inside of the render because of the yeah. way that like the CPU and the and the graphics hardware share the same memory like it, there's shit in there that like you just physically can't do in emulation at the moment yeah well or the ability yeah. to take out a cartridge and still have the memory and ram like they tried to do with banjo kazooie yeah right now they did that um i believe that they, they did that in one of the mario kart levels where um yep. there's like a billboard and you can or there's like a titantron or whatever and you can see yourself driving on it and that you raceway Yes, that one. I didn't play much Mario Kart. I'm sorry. So uh, that actually is what Aroa is referring to. Um, and a lot of emulators, low-power emulators, have a hard time doing that. Huh, um, interesting. So like, if you watch the Hyperkin launch video of that, it has that scene in it, and it, it messes up that, um, that billboard thing. And yeah, because with the N64, there is zero, literally zero latency mm -hmm. between the time that the frame buffer is rendered and the time that like that is being rendered to the screen because but, they're the same memory and you can't like you just unless you can have the emulator accessing two different sections of memory at the same time, which is like a thing that that modern operating systems don't let you do then there's not really much of a way to do anything about that now what now well actually you new emulators on on more powerful machines since we have you know our machines are a little bit more powerful than an n64 now true so you can actually replicate that because of the the speed of the processor and everything um so you can have that work in modern uh hardware but if you 
downgrade to something like a Raspberry Pi or the um, the that Hyperkin thing that's coming out, it's not able to replicate that like a, a powerful machine can. So, yeah, it's uh, it's neat. I think that's cool. I would like to see. I I want to see what happens in uh, China with this because they yeah. have they have a lot um more lenient copyright laws than the United States does. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so we we might be seeing like clone FPGA consoles releasing from China and selling in the United States. And I, and I think so. Buy one of Hong Kong ninety seven. Yeah, <laughs> I would. I would totally buy one too, even if they're going to spy on me. It'd be pretty cool. Um, anyway, Honestly, that's if they could spy on you via an N sixty four. I'd be like, you know what, China, you've earned it. You've earned it here. <laughs> Good job. Um, but I want to thank Earl and Andrew for being here. As as he's commonly referred to, Andy. Don't. Don't give people that idea. <laughs> it was, I, I've mentioned this before. The first time I was talking with uh, your friends and they're like, Andy, I was like, who the fuck is Andy? <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, Aroa. I was like, oh, that's, that's his name. That's his real name is Aroa. So just call him that. Uh, thank you for being here, Earl. We will be here next week talking about more stories and uh, more escapades and buying pot at the at the pot stores thank you for being here and goodbye goodbye from my robot lair